Today's daily word is entitled, Business People Who Enjoyed the Blessing of the Throne, and our passage comes from Genesis 13:18. After going separate ways with his nephew Lot, Abraham went towards Hebron, and there built an altar to the Lord in worship. Abraham leaving Lot was a big deal, because up to this point Abraham did not have a son of his own, so Abraham was trusting that God would be the keeper of his word. From the beginning, God has given his covenant, and we see the fulfillment of it in Jesus Christ, summarized in Acts 1, 1, 3, and 8. Though this covenant was shared on Mount of Olives by the resurrected Christ, Christ existed before Abraham and was there from the beginning. It is by the covenant that we are given life, and why Abraham built an altar to the Lord entrusting his life to him. Making this kind of resolution changes one's thought and heart to impact the soul connected to the blessing of the throne. It is then by the word of God, the covenant, that we see this chain reaction of absolutes, where through the word we discover God's absolute plan, discovering God's absolute covenant, to discover our absolute journey, to fulfill God's absolute goal. We then become witnesses, witnesses to the blessings of the three feasts, foreshadowing the blessings to come through Christ by Mount Calvary, where Christ finished off the fundamental problem Mount of Olives, where through the teaching of the kingdom of God for 40 days, we can see the nine settings, and Mark's Upper Room, where God has given us His Holy Spirit that we may take the journey of world evangelization. All these blessings existed from the beginning, but Christ brought this covenant to completion. For the only solution for humanity is Christ, the kingdom of God, and the Holy Spirit. To enjoy the blessing of the throne, we must remember four ages and what took place. First was the age of the patriarchs, where we see Noah, who saw the covenant at that time and received the answer of the ark. Abraham saw the blessing and built an altar. Isaac on Mount Moriah saw the covenant, and Jacob saw this blessing when wrestling with God and having his name changed from Jacob to Israel. This leads to Joseph, who saw the covenant and was used to save many lives, including his family. Second is the age of Egypt, where we see Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, who saw God's covenant being carried out in Moses and was a continuous help to him. During the travels in the wilderness to the Promised Land, we see Rahab, who through rumors came to hold on to the covenant. She would later marry a person with the covenant and become the great-great-grandmother of David, who would be the king. Later, Jericho became an opportunity to see the covenant in action. God was with Israel and continued to be with Israel as they faced the joint forces of the Amorite kings and as they faced the Anak hill country. Third is the age of Babylon, where we see Daniel's three friends stand before a king who had no regard for the Lord. To find the king's order to worship an image of himself, Daniel's three friends refused and faced the fiery furnace where the Lord was with them and protected them through the flames. Later, Daniel, who was faced with a decree stating that everyone was to pray to the king alone, Daniel held on to the covenant and prayed to the God of Israel, giving thanks as he had done previously. Though he was sent to the lion's den, God protected Daniel and raised him from the lion's den. In the age of Babylon, we also see Esther, though an orphan, was raised by her uncle to then be put in the position of queen to save her people at the risk of her life for the sake of God's covenant. Fourth is the age of Rome, where we see those who held onto the covenant gathering together in prayer. Holding onto the covenant, the early church prayed in one accord leading to the Pentecost, where the doors of 15 nations were opened and important disciples were discovered. 
Those who had come to know Christ and His covenant became the people of Romans 16. In conclusion, we must see the covenant of Christ take place in our lives, pursuing three kinds of upper room meetings, multi-ethnic or all nations upper room meeting, healing upper room meeting, and remnant upper room meeting. As we pursue God's desire, let us see the flow of the gospel take place in our field, relaying the blessing of the throne to a field that is in need of life.